And welcome to this week's edition of Gator Bites here on the 1010XL.com podcast network. Also being simulcast on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page. Today's Gator podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, their Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians. They provide an unparalleled level of care. Visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialists in Riverside, Ponte Vedra, the North Side, the South Side, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's with Denny Thompson, the hacker Ryan Green with you and Denny. Uh, the Gators now 4-0 on the year. What a dominating performance on Saturday against the Tennessee Volunteer team. That My gosh. Um, <laughs> look, Jeremy Pruitt has been in Knoxville the same amount of time Dan Mullen has been in Gainesville. And I understand that Mullen may have inherited a little bit more on the roster, although keep in mind it was only a four-win team in McElwain's final year. But what Mullen has done in Gainesville in 17 games compared to what Pruitt's done in Knoxville in 17 games, night and day, Denny. Absolutely it's, night and day. It's a mess in Knoxville, man. It is an absolute mess. Um, I like Jeremy Pruitt. I've known Coach Pruitt since he was coaching in high school uh, at Hoover, high school in Alabama. And I like him, but I don't think he's going – I don't think he's going to survive this. They they just don't – they don't – it's obvious they're not competitive. That's an obvious statement. But when you watch them, they just don't look like an SEC team. No. no. They, they don't look like somebody who even has a chance to win uh, football games in the SEC. Now, last year, they who they surprise? Auburn? They beat Auburn in Auburn, yeah. I don't – you see any way that happens? Not even Auburn. I'm talking about what SEC team can they beat? Well, look, Jeremy Pruitt's a defensive guy. That, that's where his pedigree is. They forced three Gator turnovers. I mean, their defense – did a couple of things. They forced one. Well, Gators gave yeah. them two. Offensively, Tennessee, though, is inept as an SEC team I've seen in years. Yeah, it's bad. In years. I mean, Garantano comes in. He doesn't get it done. He goes out. They bring the true freshman in. He's in there for a couple of series. He's not bringing, uh, getting it done. They go back to Garantano. I mean, just a seesaw at the quarterback position. But all right. And Garantano's a good good quarterback, by the I way. I like Garantano. Yeah, he, and he's got some skills. He's got some talent. Let's focus on the Gators. Let's focus on what went right. Not much went wrong, maybe a few negatives, but overall, obviously, the performance of Kyle Trask. Now, I hated the interceptions late because that kind of skews what he did, but 293 yards, a couple of touchdowns through the air. I thought Kyle Trask, for the first, I'd say, three quarters of that game was nothing short of brilliant. Brilliant, for what you're asking him to do. Yeah, absolutely. no, I, no, I that that's a. Uh, I mean, I thought he was good. I thought he was. I thought he was good. I think it's. I'm more interested. I really want to see. I want. I need to get my hands on this. I want to see an all 22 film. Kyle's playing great. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away. But I'm interested to see how much of this offense has changed since uh, Felipe went down. Um, what are they calling differently? Because the ball's coming out of the hands a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel like that? Not the, the bubble screens and all that stuff. They're going I mean, downfield. Going the RPOs. Vertically, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's it seems to me like maybe they were wanting Felipe to run. I want to. I'm going to say too much, but I don't mean like that. I don't mean that in a negative way towards Mullen. It's just the game plan so much different. Oh, they, I think they relied on Felipe's legs. I think that's fair to say. Is Felipe really that guy though? Like I've seen Felipe enough to know that. I almost feel like if they would have used Felipe the way they're using Kyle Trask, that Felipe would have been better. Had the same results. Right. Like better, he's, yeah. he's got the same arm. He's got a better arm. Right. Um, 
I, I you know, I think Kyle Trask is making good decisions. My concern, and I mentioned this last night on the Sports Den, my concern is he's not playing anybody that's making him make decisions. Everybody's basing it up because they still don't really know who he is. When you get to Auburn, when you get to LSU, when you get to those games that of guys that can – listen, I was at Georgia this week, and they do an amazing job of, of changing their coverages. I mean, amazing. When you get to those guys where they're changing coverages every other play and they're able – they've got the talent to just man you up and put – you know, eight in the box, seven in the box, whatever they want to put in the box. What does it look like then? And then I'll hop 100% on the uh, Kyle Trask train. But I will say this, he must be the real deal for the way that they're doing this, the way that Florida's doing this and essentially saying, you know what, Emory, I'm sorry, we're going with this guy, lets me know that Kyle Trask, they must really like him because they are they are risking Emory leaving. Think about this. Since Kyle Trask entered the lineup in Lexington, Florida's outscored their opponents fifty-three to three. Oh, I, oh, I know. He looks great. I'm not trying to take anything away. I, I think, I, I think what I'm doing is for myself. I'm pumping my brakes. I don't want to get too oh, excited. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? No, I mean pumping the brakes. That's going to come in in eleven days. I mean the pain's coming. When Auburn, LSU, Georgia, three games in the span of five weeks, we're going to get to that point later on here in the next ten, fifteen minutes. Because I do think Gator fans need to pump the brakes a little bit. Because the pain could be coming, and it could be coming quickly when you play undefeated Auburn, undefeated LSU, and undefeated Georgia. But for the here and now, you bring a kid in and Kyle Trask, cold off the bench in Lexington. He outscores Kentucky 19-0, leads you to a come-from-behind victory. You play a Tennessee team that analysts like Kirk Herbstreit were telling us that it's going to be closer than the experts think, and you boat race them 34-3. So I'm very happy with what Kyle Trask has done to this point. And I'll say this, you know, we always talk about the wide receivers. How many times this offseason, Denny, did we talk about Grimes and Jefferson and Cleveland? How about a little love from a man, Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Kyle Pitts, tight end number 84 out of the state of Pennsylvania. That young man's getting it done right now. He is. He is. He is. I, I'm I'm surprised we haven't seen more of the other tight ends. Lucas Crawl yeah, is Krull. one. But, but no, he is. I, I think as a, as a group, um, the receivers are playing really well. Really good ball. I, th- I think, not to get negative, but the concern for Florida right now has got to be a little bit of the running game. Absolutely. Right? I yeah. mean, that, that and, and I don't know if that's running backs or offensive line. It's probably a combination of both. Although I thought the game against Tennessee was their best performance. A buck 28 on the ground. That You give me a buck 28, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll live with that. When Florida got hot last year, they were running the tar out of the They ball. were. They were. And, I mean, listen, if Trask can get back there and he can throw the ball, what did he throw it? He threw it 28 times, so they threw it 34 times as a team. Yeah. And they ran the ball 37 times. I mean, that's that's balance. It's great. 37 for 128, though, that's 3.5 a carry. I'll tell you what I didn't like. Your work with quarterbacks, Denny does uh, six points quarterback training here in town. You were with a couple of your quarterbacks in Athens yes. over the weekend that were taking visits. You were on the field. For Georgia Notre Dame, I bet that was amazing. It was awesome getting your picture with Emmett Smith. It was also at Georgia <laughs> because his kids are getting recruited by the dogs. I know Gator fans aren't necessarily happy about. He that. He did not wear Georgia stuff though. Right, I, well, I can confirm go. that the whole weekend he was not in Georgia stuff. But Denny obviously knows what he's doing when it comes to quarterback play, and I still we have to remind people about that here every week. Having said that, what I don't like, Denny, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I don't like when Kyle Trask is in a rhythm. I don't like when Kyle Trask has it cooking that you throw Emory Jones out there for a series. Now, is Dan Mullen doing that just for the, the sake of doing it? Or is there some rhyme or reason or logic as to why Kyle Trask has things going pretty good and then you throw Emory out there and they go three and out in the middle of the second quarter? 
Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. Here's the honest truth. Here's I, the way I see it. I have not been told this. I think they want to put on film a different look with Emory, right? So if you watch what they're running with Emory, there's things that people have to prepare for. They have to spend time and prepare for. So it's probably in a blowout game worth losing your rhythm just a little bit to have Auburn and all these schools have to prepare for a whole different formation, a whole different set, a whole different possibility of what Emory could do. But don't make – I mean, make no mistake about it. The main reason they're doing it is they want to keep Emory there. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where they know if Emory sits over there on the sideline for every snap and gets in one or two snaps, he's out. He's gone. And 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 so, I mean, it's there's some of it, I think, to appease Emory, and there's some of it for strategic play of – we got to show people. We got to have people have to practice for something other than just a straight drop back. Here's a bizarre timeline, and this is obviously way off into the future. But we talked about it last week. Could Felipe potentially come back next year? Kyle Trask could potentially come back next year because he's on the same timeline as Felipe is. Unless I'm wrong, Trask is a redshirt junior. Ah, uh, you're right. Just like Felipe is. Mm-hmm. So uh, Felipe want- could come back for two years, bro. Why? Right, but but wanting to keep Emory there, wanting to keep Emory Jones happy, whatever the logic is. Well, if Franks and Trask, hypothetically, are both back in Gainesville next year, does it really matter if you keep Emory Jones happy or not? It does on the recruiting trail because, and and to Dan Mullen's credit and to Brian Johnson's credit, they are very much, especially at the quarterback position, they, they want to tell the truth to these recruits and to the parents. It's very important to them. And um, and so I think it matters from that standpoint because Dan Mullen, as a quarterback recruiter, has an amazing reputation. And so, you know, he goes in, he steals Emory from what was Ohio State, from Ohio State, and now you certainly don't want to do that, and then it looks like you didn't tell the truth. It looks like you, you – which is not the case, but it looks that way. Right. Right. And so I think that matters. To your point um, – we talked about this a little bit last week, and we'll talk about it at the end of the year when there's nothing else to talk about or towards the end of the year. It got very complicated in that quarterback room when, when Felipe Franks went down. It very complicated. A lot more complicated than what I think the average person understands. Um, there's a lot of big decisions coming up in Gainesville this offseason because Anthony Richardson is a dog. Anthony Richardson is the dude that is the future there. Carlos Del Rio behind him is the dude. Like, I mean, they've got two guys committed that are top in their class and built for what Dan Mullen does. Today's Gator podcaster on the 1010XL.com podcast network, also on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page, is brought to you by the one and only Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, or Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians. Listen to our buddy, the good doctor, Kevin Murphy, on Thursday mornings here on 1010XL and under the Friday Night Lights with Denny and I. Southeast Orthopedic Specialist is located in Riverside, Northside, Southside, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. Before we look ahead to Towson, are we going to do that? Well, Dan Mullen wanted you to believe that Towson was. Well, now keep in mind, I'll, I'll throw this out there about Towson. They're three and one. Uh, stop. They beat the Citadel, who beat Georgia Tech, uh-huh. and they're coming off a devastating loss to Villanova in overtime. Uh-huh. So Villanova is actually redemption. a good team, but a thousand that from all I hear, Towson's like a top ten, top fifteen, one double A team this year. Right. But one double right. A. Right. Um, Grantham's defense, Todd Grantham's defense. Mm-hmm. Again, Kentucky and Tennessee. Having said that, it is two SEC offenses. 
Five quarters, three points. You happy with what you're seeing defensively? No. Really? No. Why? It just looks too hard, man. It's like, I shouldn't say that on Tennessee. I'm just completely dismissing Tennessee. I was one of those that Tennessee's kind of scared me just a little, not from the fact that I thought they would beat Florida, but I thought they had nothing to lose. One of those circle the wagon games? They couldn't be that bad. Well, they're just that bad. Yeah, they're bad. Right. But, man, that Kentucky game, how many times did they convert on third and long and with a backup quarterback? You know, it, and it's – Well, that's the only reason I brought up the last five quarters, the four against Tennessee and the fourth quarter right. against Kentucky. No, I, I, I hear you. I think Ty Grantham is great for the Florida program from a – he's one of the best defense coordinators in the country, and he is an amazing recruiter. Um, I don't think Ty Grantham's going to be at Florida very long. Um, but, I, man – it's just it looks too hard to me. And this listen, this Auburn game and, and not to overlook Towson, but this Auburn game is is not going to be a big stretch defensively. It's not going to be one of those stress you out defensive games. What they did against Texas A and M, we'll get into that in a second. It's the LSU game. Like it's the LSU game that makes you worry about third and six, third and seven, third and ten, third and twenty one, like it was against Kentucky. I don't know. These guys have got to get a little bit better sense of urgency on third down. You know, I, I agree with that, although I'll say this. For all the talk we did the entire offseason about David Reese and Jabari Zaniga and the back, uh, the, the corners, Marco Wilson, you know, C.J. Henderson, all the talk, we didn't spend, or at least I didn't spend, a whole lot of time talking about Jonathan Grenard, the transfer from Louisville. That guy is a beast. He's, he's amazing. An absolute beast on the defensive There's line. only one guy I know that spent a lot of time talking about him, and that was James Coleman, because, you know, obviously he's a Florida State fan, and he was like, listen, this dude's the real deal. And he, he is, man, what a motor, too. Like, yeah. it's not, he doesn't just flash. He's he's 60 plays a game after it. So, I, I love that guy. I think that's probably the biggest pickup Florida's gotten through the um, through the graduate transfer portal in a while. It's, uh, he's probably the best player on the defense. You think so? Point. I mean, I, I think he's certainly in the conversation. Yeah. Now, C.J. Henderson's been hurt. Yeah. He's probably your best defensive player. Uh, Marco Wilson, I think, is coming on. Um, Grenard's, like, Grenard's making money to your Grenard's, point. Grenard's, yeah, yeah. He's making himself some money. And I like Trey Dean. I mean, Zaniga. There, there's a lot of guys out They've there. They've got the dudes. Tyree Campbell's a good player, too. They've got the dudes. And and that's that's why I, I these, these three games we're going to get into in a second are going to be fun to watch because Florida can line up with them. It's, it's just we got to get over this whatever this third down thing is because we had it against Miami too. You and I are guilty of it. Pretty much every Gator fan watching or listening to us right now here on this edition of Gator Bites is probably guilty of it. We're all looking at Auburn. Mm-hmm. 3.30 CBS was announced earlier this week. Uh, Auburn hasn't come to the swamp in a while. It used to be a huge, huge rivalry. So everybody's looking at Auburn. Real quick, having said that, Towson is one of the better 1AA teams. They are. They're considered to be a top I am 10. not about to sit here on this podcast to talk about Towson when I don't know anything about it. Well, I'm not telling you to break down Towson. What I'm asking is, is this a classic overlook game? No. On Saturday, could we be, you know, 24 to 10 Florida in the fourth and oh, people yeah. are scratching their head? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant overlook as in Towson could no, beat them. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, Look, yeah. But to have it be a two-touchdown game, but, I think, would be eye-opening. Let me flip that on you. Do you care? No, as long as it's a two touchdown game. Right, I don't. I don't I want don't, a twenty four seventeen in the fourth quarter. I don't care anything about that as long as they play well against Auburn. I, I think this is a situation. I'm going to take a shot at Florida State here. If it was Florida State and it was twenty four seventeen, I would care. 
because of their recent history. Florida 24-17, I don't care. Like, I just want to get to Auburn. I want to beat Auburn. And you want to get, get to Auburn and you want healthy. to be healthy. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to show anything more than what I've already shown. Let me just get in there. Let me get out of there healthy, and let's move on to the meat of this schedule. All right. So we talk about pumping the brakes. I said the pain's coming. That might have been too harsh, but you get my it was, point. It had a ring to it, though. Auburn, LSU, and Georgia are a combined 12-0. and 0. Yeah. Auburn, LSU, and Georgia are all ranked in the top seven in the country. All right. You play those teams in the span of five weeks, beginning with Auburn on, what, I guess a week and a half from now. Yeah. If I were to tell you right now, you're two and one in that stretch, would you (laughs) sign on the dotted line in a heartbeat? Yeah. I would, too. Golly. I would, too. I'm not so sure if you tell me we're one and two, I don't sign on it right now. Yeah. I I just, I worry that the excitement Gator fans have about beating Miami, beating Kentucky, beating Tennessee – is going to be evaporated very quickly on October 5th. I, I don't – okay, so the, I watch a ton of Auburn football. Um, I'm thinking the right way to say this. The Texas A&M win isn't that big to me because I've been on here, I think, saying I'm not bought into Texas A&M. A&M's overrated. I, I, they, I did buy into A&M and I was wrong. Yeah, they have been overrated since Jimbo got there. The biggest win they've played is a loss against Clemson last year. Um. I, I, so Texas A&M, y'all, y'all can – don't read too much into that. Auburn is very beatable. Auburn's um, roster is maybe the best in the SEC except for Alabama. Yeah. I, I mean, they are loaded roster-wise. O-line, receivers. Um, I mean, they're receivers. Anthony Schwartz, Seth Williams. I mean, they're really good players. D-line, linebacker. Secondary running back with uh, Booby Williams, like they, they are loaded. They have chosen to run out a true freshman who's completing fifty-two percent of his passes. Florida, if you've watched Auburn, you've seen this. They have struggled to maintain drives if they're not running the football. Florida matches up well against Auburn. Like the Auburn game to me is the one that it's in the swamp. I feel like they they could and should win. Now, if Auburn makes some tweaks, and yes, I'm being a little bit of a homer because I trained Joey Gatewood. Auburn with Joey Gatewood as a Florida fan would scare the tar out of me. Because he's, I'm gonna he's go close ahead. to Cam Newton. I'll tell you right now, not this week, but get ready for next week on Gator Bites. That's going to be a conversation next week with Joey Gatewood. Oh, that's fine. It, it will be because there are a lot of Gator fans that I've talked to that connect the dots on that. Mm-hmm. He lost out to a true freshman. He's from Bartram Trail High School. You know the type of quarterback he is, and Dan Mullen's system, yowza. Would there be a potential fit there if he were to transfer? But here's the thing. There's one system better than Dan Mullen's system for Joey Gatewood. Which is Gus Malzahn. Which is Gus Malzahn, yeah. and it's like when he gets into the game, you can see the success that Auburn has. So what I'm saying as a Florida fan is, as a Florida fan, I don't want him to get into the game. As someone who's very close with Joey, I hope he balls out. Like right. it's It's a weird dynamic. Auburn can be beat. Auburn should have been beat against Oregon, right? They struggled against Tulane in a big way, and I think they caught momentum early against Texas A&M. And I, I just got done watching Georgia. I, 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 Georgia is gettable. Now, Georgia is a little harder because their offensive line is so dang good yeah. that you're going to have to do things. But, but they have concerns at certain positions. I don't know about LSU. LSU doesn't seem like they have a weakness. No, Terrence Marshall got hurt. That doesn't help them very much. But LSU looks really good. 
Here's the thing about Auburn. Again, we'll do a whole lot more this next week. Um, they're building confidence. That's obvious. Have to come on the road. Their defensive line, I think, is, is very, very good. But Auburn's got that speed, man. They're so fast. Anthony Schwartz outside. I mean, they have speed they, to burn. They have two guys that may both beat the NFL combine record yeah. for the 40. I agree. Two. I agree. I, one, of them's, one of them's from here, Javarius Davis. Um, I mean, he trains at Boost with us, and, and I have seen this kid run sub 4-3, 40. They have two guys like that. So it, it, it'll be interesting, man, but it'll be fun. But don't put it past Auburn to, to throw up a stinker this week against Mississippi State. Mississippi State's nothing to sneeze at. No. and They're pretty it, good. It, that's like Auburn, right? That's, that's the Auburn, Tennessee last year. That's the Auburn that we've all – grown to to know is they could they could lose by 17 this week take a little luster off the game again cbs already has picked it up for florida and auburn by the way i, I want to say it's homecoming next week is for it? the gators yeah. yeah against auburn which i'm sure will be some bulletin board material i'll be there final moments here on gator bites 1010xl.com podcast network also the florida gator 1010xl facebook page as always today's gator podcast is brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, their Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians. They provide an unparalleled level of care. Guys, visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialist in Riverside, Ponte Vedra, Northside, the Southside, the Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. It's not lost on me, Denny, that Florida plays Towson on Saturday, yet word comes out earlier in the week that they have agreed to a home-and-home now with Utah. So getting a little positive PR, albeit uh, during a week where they play a one double A opponent. But Scott Strickland and the Gators, look, I tip my hat to you. You got a home and home with Miami set up. You now have home and homes with Texas, Colorado, and now Utah set up. So clearly that when talking point for Utah, yeah, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Okay, so fairly recent. So pretty, okay. pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. So the bottom line is the talking point that Florida never goes west of the Mississippi. The talking point that Florida always plays two awful games, and albeit that's true this year, that narrative is going to change because Florida is scheduling home-and-homes now with Power 5 opponents. Listen, with what I saw in Athens this past week, there needs to be more home-and-home situations with major programs. I mean, you, you, you can't even explain what Athens was like this week and it's it's not just Athens right if if Notre Dame came to Florida it would be the same thing yeah when Texas comes to Florida it's going to be the same thing it's just that newness it's that you know I'm all for rivalries but it's that hey this hasn't happened before that gets everybody geared up the Utah ones if I'm UCF right now I'm kind of scratching my head with the Utah deal like Utah you, you didn't you didn't want to go home and I don't think they should go home and home with UCF is Utah that much ahead of they UCF? They were a top ten team up until last week. So is UCF. I, I know. I, you know what I mean. But I mean, I love it. I like. I don't really like going to Utah. But I mean, I think if you're Florida, I don't know what Utah seats. But I mean, I, I think if you're Florida, you couldn't do a home and a neutral with Utah. Uh, I. If I'm Utah, I wouldn't have done that. Right. I mean, they're no, a I got it. Twelve team. I got it. There's I, no way I'm going to give you a home I'm and not, a neutral. I'm not. But I would rather do a home and home with UCLA. I'd rather do like the brand matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Tennessee logo mattered last week when I was thinking about this game. That logo and the history mattered. Um, you know, do it with UCLA, USC, Oregon, something like that. Utah's just that's. I'd love to know how that came about. You actually. could do. You could say the same thing about Colorado. 
you know, they have a home and home with Colorado. But again, is that a better brand? That's a better brand, though, right? Yeah, but I mean, whether it's Colorado, Utah, the point is, it's not USC, it's not UCLA. Tells me they're trying to recruit the West Coast. And I'm going to give Florida the benefit of the doubt, whether it's Utah or not. It's not Mississippi Valley State. No, though. absolutely. No, I love it. I'm not. I'm not trying yeah. to. It's just weird. Yeah, we, right. <laughs> we, we, it could be weird, but to me, look. Give me Utah like Nebraska. much more than give me Towson. Yeah, yeah. Give me Utah much more than give me Tennessee. Oh, Martin. no doubt. No doubt. So no we'll doubt. see what happens. Yeah. But, again, Florida, I mean, do you have a prediction this week? Is it going to be uh, no, closer than the experts think? No, I don't think it is. Again, uh, look, I don't know much about Towson. What I do know is they are a 1AA mm-hmm. top 10, top 15 well, 21, team. 24, is that spread somewhere around there? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I, I think Florida wins the game. I do think the overlook factor matters yeah i, I, I think, think everybody's gonna be looking towards auburn i think florida wins 38 to 17 yeah i'll go with that something like that that sounds good that is denny thompson you hear him on the sports den every night on 1010 xl and 92.5 fm i'm the hacker ryan green you get me middays on xl prime time again on 1010 xl and 92.5 fm enjoy the beating that florida should <laughs> give towson on saturday because next saturday the auburn tigers the war eagles roll in and it's going to get a lot more serious. Thank you to Southeast Orthopedic Specialists for bringing you this edition of Gator Bites right here on the 1010XL.com podcast network and being simulcast also on the Florida Gator 1010XL Facebook page. Talk to you next week, everybody.